Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to LooTube, a podcast highlighting the happenings around our CVLCC community and just our world in general during the self-isolation period. Today, we start a five-episode series highlighting some of our favorite people that have ever walked on our CVLCC campus, our seniors. Each episode, I'll invite a group of people to come and share some stories about our seniors, share about who they were, how much they've grown, and who they've become. To kick us off, I've invited some of our seniors' former elementary school teachers. Let's get started. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast today. Like I said earlier in the introduction, that we are doing a five-episode series just highlighting our seniors, and I thought the, one of the coolest ways to do that is to have some of the elementary school teachers just come and share some of their stories and just whatnot. So would y'all like to just introduce yourselves and just maybe how you might know the seniors and when you've taught them and stuff? I guess I'll start. Uh, Mrs. Hernandez, and I used to be a student teacher when they were in third grade. And it was a very good experience starting with that. It was our first uh, studying teaching experience for me and for Mr. Ibanez. So I'm just really happy that they're going to college now. <laughs> I'm sure what is nice. I, I, many of the students were that I can I remember they were maybe my eighth grade, eighth grade class when I first started at CVLCC when I, uh, when I did the uh, six, seven, and eight uh, all Spanish levels. So maybe some of this I, I was looking at the at the uh, at the picture and definitely you know I was like it uh, would be just to send them a good message and, and yeah. My name is Eva Serrano, now Aguilar Serrano. Um, I'll always go Eva Serrano. <laughs> and I was um, their teacher in third grade and it was for the classrooms of uh, Cuba and Mexico. And this was the year 2010, 2011. Yeah. Awesome. And I had them the following year when they were in fourth grade. What's with- your name? My name is Katie Bradshaw, <laughs> uh, and I had them with Mr. Lyons and Mr. Arellano. Some of my fondest memories of teaching was this group of kids. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks for sharing. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll get into stories really soon, but, you know, as we were talking before this, you guys seem to, like, be pulling out so many different names and stuff. How does it feel to know that they're graduating this year. It makes us feel old. Yeah, I feel <laughs> really old. <laughs> I think there's a lot of um, like just nostalgia around seeing their faces. Um, when Mr. YY sent us this email, Mrs. Bradshaw sent us uh, a picture of, of their faces. Mm-hmm. And it's just, um, it's surreal to see like their faces and how grown up they are. But when you look at each face carefully, you can still see, I still remember that third grader, you know, with that innocent smile and um, just the excitement in their eyes. And so it's, I mean, to me, I feel like they're still my little third graders, but they're taller than me. But (laughs) yeah, no, I was walking through the elementary school and you know how when you go from the office to the library, there's like plaques and it has like. I don't know what the awards are, but they're like individual awards for each of the grades or like each year. And I'm like, wait, I know that student. Just really cool that our community gets to like follow them along throughout this time. You know, not many people get that opportunity. 
he was saying it was such a I mean personally very memorable years with this um with this group I mean we were mentioning a few names but Fernando, Saul, Daritza, Maritza, um, Ashley, Frida they were all really special students they were all very respectful just polite eager to learn and I mean it's I mean every time I remember those years it just makes me proud to see how far they've gotten and I mean I know that they maybe don't remember each moment that we lived, but overall, like a lot of the, these kids, I know like personally, just like in my life, those were a couple years where there was just some transitioning happening in my personal life. And every day we would get to school and they'd greet you with a smile and they would tell us how pretty we were. <laughs> just <laughs> feel really good about ourselves. So I feel like, I don't know if they know, but they taught us a lot more than I feel they realize just by the way that they were with their manners and their parents too. We always had really great relationships with, with those families. Mm-hmm. Now that you're saying that Eva is bringing me a lot of memories. Like when you finish teaching school, you feel like you know everything. And <laughs> when I started with them and they're great as a student teacher and they taught me everything that I needed to know. <laughs> they they <laughs> trained you, Nadia. Me. <laughs> They were really open. They were really innocent. Third grade is a very good year like, to teach because kids are not little kids anymore. They are transitioning into older, I don't know, we want to say teenagers. They're <laughs> they teenagers yet, but they're so innocent and nice and polite with you. And it was an amazing experience just to be able to meet them and to learn from them and to learn with them at the same time. It kind of inspired me to first finish uh, credentials and then apply to CBLCC to work there because mm. I really enjoyed the experience. I remember um, some of Angelina right now, Padilla and Itzel. I remember they were really funny together all the time. <laughs> Couldn't be separate at all. And they will make me smile and they will always give me the, I don't know, feel the feeling that I was in a good place that I was doing a good job, even if I wasn't doing a good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was, I was just learning mm-hmm. and you know when you start teaching it is really difficult and you feel nervous all the time and then you have people coming in the classroom to observe you and you have the students and you have your master teacher but when you have that type of student you, you feel better and you feel like you're doing a good job and it's really really a good thing that you I mean a good feeling that they're going now to college and moving forward with their their goals and uh, hopefully they will be great getting out of college in four years or less maybe yeah yeah <laughs> hopefully well that's a good transition into our next part which is what are some stories that come to mind like specific students specific instances embarrassing funny mm-hmm. even if they're more serious and you know a learning point from that because you're sharing that you know they they did taught teach and they had they continue to teach us you know a lot you know throughout mm-hmm. these years so what might be some stories that you could share? I think just more even recently, um, whenever I feel I've, I've gone to the high school and I've seen them, they're not embarrassed to come say hi. They're not too cool. You know, sometimes I have an image of like, oh my gosh, high school. <laughs> they're, they're older, they're cool kids, or do they even remember me? And so, I, I mean, it honestly makes me feel just excited when I go to the high school and they do come up to me and say hi. But I mean... I feel like their personalities are still very similar. Maritza was always 
respectful, raising her hand, participating. When I was looking at my documents from nine years ago, uh, her name came up because she had applied to be, I think, the UN ambassador. Or um, And so, you know, she was always very goal-driven. Same with Vianney, same with Frida, just very ambitious students. I think one of my, well, I know one of my biggest memories, and I've shared it with new teachers, I think, every year. This group of students, I changed a lot of my teaching style this year that I had them in fourth grade. And we really focused a lot on dialogue and collaboration that year. And it was really scary for me because I was, that wasn't a focus in my previous years of teaching. I was very much lecture-based and not so much a collaborative learning with the students. And this year, I can remember a lot of conversations with these kids where I knew that the dialogue and the collaboration was working. We focused a lot of our learning on current events and social justice issues. And these kids, they just loved to talk. And I remember, like, at the beginning of the year, talking with Lyons and Ariano, like, how are we going to rein these kids in? Because they just, they're social, so social. They want to talk all the time. And we just said, well, that's, that's our goal. Our goal is dialogue. Our goal is collaboration. So if we can get them to talk about the academics, then we know that it's working. And if every issue we brought in, every current event, they were on it. And they loved to talk and they would talk about the academics. And I remember with this group of kids, like thinking right the very beginning, it's going to work. It's going to be hard, but it's going to work. And they blew our minds, like little nine-year-olds having these sophisticated conversations. And, and then that's what carried me the rest of my teaching career. And still now, like I still really push for that. And it, it was because of this group of students proved that even though they want to talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, <laughs> Uh, they can talk about the academics and they can have really, really sophisticated, advanced conversations at such a young age. That will be a question for you, Mr. Waiwai. Do they still talk that way? Oh, <laughs> yeah. That has, not, that has not changed. That Very definitely good. has not changed. <laughs> they still talk. They definitely still talk. And, and it's been, they've been a really fun year to be, to teach. And I just remember one day that we were doing our, teacher presentation remember Eva and we failed that day it was really bad we did great <laughs> no because the music didn't work <laughs> but it, they were so happy to see us do the dance well again we were cheerleaders I think yeah. Marco was there he was he was dressed as uh, I think it was Arnold Schwarzenegger and he said something <laughs> like we're gonna pump you up you <laughs> mean like, oh my God, Mr. Ibanez is here. <laughs> it was them. I had the privilege of also teaching these kids ninth grade math. And I was really, really nervous about that because obviously I was not coming, you know, coming from a third grade, fourth grade background to teaching high school math. And the first day, I was greeting the kids, and um, Fernando Camarena <laughs> was walking in as uh, his typical goofy self, <laughs> and uh, he, was, he was ready for the first day of school, and I think probably ready to give the teacher a hard time, <laughs> and the second he saw my face, <laughs> he was like, like oh, 
<laughs> he was like, he took a, he did a double take and I can remember he like, he said, Oh, hi teacher. And like looked down and like went straight to his seat. And it was like just a complete 180 with the look on his face yeah. as soon as he saw me there. That's, that's... And I, just, I was really excited to see him. But um, I knew that he was probably thinking he was going to be up to no good uh, before he saw me in there. Not Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Is Cesar still in this class? Cesar, Cesar Young? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he is. I think he was in that ninth grade uh, math class too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just came to my mind too that I used to tutor Cesar Young. Is that his mm -hmm. name? Uh huh. And I was still a student teacher, and he would come to my house, and we we used to work in math and Spanish. And I'm glad that he's going to college now. Yeah. You know what's um, the difference with this uh, generation is that all their parents were so involved, even grandparents like Cesar Young, um, his grandma will take him to school every day. Mm -hmm. He was the one that would get him to tutoring sessions. And they were so involved in their learning that I think that's why they're so successful right now. Yeah. That's what yeah. I did. Yeah, and I just remember having to work on, on um, again, like, like how earlier, it's just seeing them evolve as students and seeing us evolve as teachers. And um, again, like it's, it's, they don't know, but it's so many things that they taught us. Like, you know, even like the students that would push our buttons, even the students that would be, you know, um, talkative in class, they were teaching us more and teaching mm -hmm. us to be better teachers. Um, so, I mean, that's what just, honestly, that's what I remember. And, and I think it's like that saying that people, you don't remember what people tell you specifically, but you remember how they make you feel. Mm. And again, like these kids just bring like a smile to our faces. When we see them on campus at the high school, it's just exciting to see how far they've gotten and how much they've accomplished with their own obstacles that they have faced. Yeah. Their own adversities. And now, you know, like what they're facing right now, it, it is challenging and I can't, imagine how they're feeling or you know their frustration or um just the overall feeling that they're going through right now but i feel like all of these years and from their elementary school life it has built them up these moments to face the adversities in their life and overcome these obstacles and challenges one other memory i wanted to share was um hector robles mm -hmm. and i wonder if he's if he's this if he's the same way he all, always doubted himself. He never uh, believed that he was doing something correctly or that his thinking was on the right track. He was always needing reassurance from me. Uh -huh. And we would have those conversations like every single day. That uh -huh. his thinking was right and he was on the right track and he was super smart. And he, as long as he thought through it, that he, it, it was good. Um, but he always wanted me to reassure him that he was doing something correctly. And so I wonder if, if you know or you recognize if he's like the same way. No, he's definitely grown from that. I mean, obviously, there are times where they are, they're all looking for that either. I don't know if it's approval, if, if that's the right word, but just kind of like, hey, like, like, tell me I'm doing I'm doing OK. Mm -hmm. um, I could see that maybe that's where he might have came from. But no, Hector has grown into a pretty uh, he's found his like niche he's found his like place and he's like really done he's done really well for himself teaching him these last two years in my advanced 
U.S. history and advanced government class. Like he's really like he's done well, and he's he's uh yeah he's I'd say he's built up some pretty good confidence in himself too, and definitely in in the dance classes that we've had. And he's got a girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's always so he's weird got, too. He's got, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's always weird too. Not to see about the campus. <laughs> well, I think that's a like a really good transition too into you know encouragement, um, and you know bring up where these seniors are at in this current situation. It's unavoidable. It's not something we could plan around or you know, plan against, you know, that's, this is worldwide. This is something that is affecting. And how would you encourage these seniors during this time? Well, they should be grateful that they're ready and prepared because they're all CVLCC students and they are critical thinkers and they can go beyond other students from any other school. I just want to tell them that they should be, should never be afraid to face any challenges they're going to have in college. Everything that they face, they're going to be able to overcome because they're prepared and ready. It's just to have always their mind open for any challenges and to keep in mind that they have their goals and their dreams and they will reach them very soon. I know going to college is is a struggle for most of us, (laughs) but they can do it. I don't know. I just hope that they can let us know later when they graduate. And we can see them succeed in life because we, they, I'm sure they're going to be also successful. I think when I was like thinking, um, like putting myself in their shoes of how they're feeling with um, possibly not having a prom or, you know, a, a formal graduation when like the date and like, how they had expected it and imagined. Um, and it kind of just made me think back of like my own high school experience and what I went through. Um, and, you know, now being at home the other day, my husband and I started watching our, our, our video from our uh, wedding, our wedding movie. And um, and so as I was hearing like my husband's um, best man, like his speech and just talking about their memories and then hearing my best friends. Um, I've had my best friend since we were uh, 11 years old. And so hearing like her memories come up, neither one of them mentioned like like prom neither one of them mentioned on the day of our graduation it was more of a series of just memories that we've had with each other and so I know that right now they're they might be focused on like oh man we're not maybe we won't get prom or oh man maybe we won't have like a formal graduation where my parents can be there but that doesn't mean the work hasn't been there that doesn't mean like they haven't had these amazing dances and these amazing memories that they've already built So I think that sometimes in these like challenging moments, it's easy to focus on what we're not going to get. But I just want to remind them that they've already had so many fond memories. And, you know, growing up from elementary school together to where they are now, they probably have a million other memories together. What about you, Juarez? I think I would just, I I think just going along the lines of uh, Ms. Hernandez, I think the word challenge, you know, I think for me, one quote that I would like to to give them is that that quote um, has has helped me throughout my schooling and throughout my life, which is you know that challenges are made to challenges are there to see what you are made of. Mm-hmm. And I think I always look back to that quote whenever I'm struggling with anything, and and I always say you know I think they they're here these challenges are here for a reason and 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 I always you know. 
uh, is going to make me stronger. And I think I always go back to that quote uh, every time, like I say, I'm going through difficult times in any, whether it's personal or, or professional. And I think that that has always helped me. And hopefully, you know, that's also a quote that they also keep in mind that, you know, throughout our lives, we'll, we are faced with many challenges. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and like Ms. Hernandez said, they are very good, um, they are great students that, um, you know, go through CBOCC. I think it has equipped them with many skills and especially, you know, being a critical thinker that is going to enable them to continue on and, and, uh, and you know, overcome any obstacles that, there's, that they will still um, overcome as they go into college. That's awesome. I agree with what Mr. Juarez and, and Ms. Hernandez were saying. And it's something that I tell myself a lot, like even during this whole time. There's a, a lot of family, um, family trips and things that have been um, disrupted with this experience. But um, something that keeps me grounded is just to focus on the positive. And for us, I've been so grateful that we have a home that we can be in and we can be safe. I'm so grateful that my husband and I are both teachers, that we can be home during this time. So there's a lot of negative that, that everybody in this situation can focus on. But um, for, for my own sanity and, and for my own life, I really just try to focus on the things that I'm grateful for um, and the time that I am getting with my family right now. And I hope that they're able to focus on that too, because it's really, really hard at this age to not be with their friends and be experiencing all those things. But I I hope that they do see the um, silver lining and all this because it it is there. Cool. And I guess we'll wrap up with last words to our seniors, last pieces of advice as they are finishing up their high school time and our time and their time at CVLCC. For me, when, uh, when I went away to college, my dad um, wrote me a letter and he wrote something that now has become a, a family quote is remember who you are and remember where you came from. And I think about that with all of our seniors every year. I think about that same quote and we're really lucky that we get to see our kids grow through so many years and we get to see them go through our middle school and our high school. And I just hope that they remember that. I hope they remember who they are and the people that they are, the families they come from, all the teachers behind them. And uh, as they go into this next stage and this next adventure and they remember who they are and they don't, they don't really try to be anyone else unless, unless that's what they want. You know, there's mm. college, you do get to reinvent yourself if you choose to. But mm. I think there's oftentimes a lot of pressure to be someone that you're not. And uh, there's a lot of people behind them who love them and care about them and love the person that they, they are. So they don't need to be anyone that they're not. And everyone, everyone's here for them. So when they come home, every, everyone's here and everyone's thinking about them and, and rooting for them. Yeah. Um, I think like what Katie, Mrs. Bradshaw was saying earlier, um, just valuing their family. I know sometimes at this age we want our independence and we want to be on our own, but they have amazing families, as we've already mentioned earlier, that um, have always been 
behind them, like supporting them, helping them, pushing them, because they like those parents know what these kids are capable of and know their potential that they have. So to value their families, to see the good in people, through what we're going through right now, seeing how people have come together and supported each other. So to really focus on that and then to um, just keep in contact with each other to continue these strong friendships that they've had because I know when, you know, you go, go away and go to new schools, there's new friends and that's amazing and it's great to have those new college friends, but it's also amazing to keep those friendships that you've formed since you were in elementary school and that have been there and seen your ups and downs and that know you sometimes better than you know yourself. So to keep in touch with them, to know that they still can count on us, that we're an email away or phone call or some of our former students have found us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that they're in college, we can accept them. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just to keep in touch, I know that they also have a great relationship with, with their high school teachers and Mr. YY. So to never forget that, that I know sometimes they might be embarrassed to reach out to their parents or, um, but to know that we're always here and mm-hmm. to lend an ear and just for them to know how much we miss them still. And we're proud of them. And, we hope to get invited to their college graduations. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, just going along with, just going along. Um, one thing is that, you know, many of, many of, many of them, like Ms. Bracha and Ms. Serrano mentioned, they will become someone that will have power. You know, eventually they will be in positions of power in any field that they, that they go into. And just to, to always remember, you know, where they come from. And also to just uh, always be humble throughout your life. And and if you're able to uh, realize the importance of being, you know, with your family, but but then also once you once they achieve their goals, to always uh, look back and to see where how they got there and to always remain humble, uh, knowing that many of them they will they they will be eventually in positions of power. That's awesome. Well, Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. And, you know, just speaking from the high school side, y'all have raised them so well so that our jobs are, are real easy or at least easier, at least compared to, you know, how they otherwise might have turned out. <laughs> but we appreciate you. Um, I know the seniors do. And yeah, thank you so much. Why, why? Can I add, can I add one more um, memory? Oh, um, totally. Close uh, this out. <laughs> it's not real. I don't know. It's uh, for Leonardo Padilla. Mm. I know he's been having a lot of health issues um, on and off for the past well, many years, actually. I think fourth grade, I feel like fourth grade is when he first started with us. He started in third grade. Third grade? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he was, his his confidence in English, I know he still prefers Spanish, but his confidence in English was not very high. And he was really, really worried about how was he going to have English, you know, half the day and how was he going to survive and how was he going to do with his counterparts? But he is a very strong mathematician. And I told him, I said, if you just keep working hard in math and you keep trying your best and you're here every day and you're listening to the conversations, you're going to, you're going to get it. And I remember having that conversation with him at the beginning of the year and by the end of fourth grade 
he, I, I think he was fluent in English. He could carry on a conversation quite easily with his teachers and his peers. And I, I think about that and that determination that I really, really hope that he, you know, still holds, holds with him and, and he knows that he can get through things. And, you know, not just for him, but, you know, all these kids that if they put their mind to it, then they can do it. So he's, he's one of those students I think about quite frequently and, and I'm very, very proud of. That's awesome. And a great way to end this. So thank you. Thanks for that story. Thank you for your stories, your encouragements, your advice. And yeah. Thanks, YY. Thanks, guys. Seniors, we hope that you know that we are proud of you. That no matter where you came from, no matter what we're going through, coronavirus or no coronavirus, that we're in this together. What's the point of having friends if there's no trust? And what's the point of a relationship with no love? So many-